Welcome to another episode of the Daniel Muggleton podcast. I'm Daniel Muggleton. I'm the guy. Uh, sorry, this week's episode is a bit late. After filming the special last week, I thought I'd give myself a goddamn break, which means by extension, you get one too. But there was a pressing matter that I wanted to get to. Uh, it's cricket. It's cricket time in Australia. The summer of cricket has commenced and it commenced early, earlier than usual because of the T20 Cricket World Cup. But the problem is no one gives a shit. It is Australia's summer, the summer of cricket. And yet we don't care. And it's not just me. I looked it up. I looked up official figures. 2017 records were set last year during the Ashes TV numbers. Forget in the stadium, people watching at home, records were set. But this year, when we're hosting a World Cup, we're relying on India, basically India, just relying on India to bring its own fans to the games. Without them, we're fucked. Australia limped out in the group stage of a World Cup of cricket, which would usually be some cause for a national investigation not seen since Harold Holt drowning. Like, that's the level of investigation I would expect for Australia to limp out so meekly at a group stage, at a home World Cup. But no one cared. No one cared. I think there was genuinely more investment in the World Cup of football, the FIFA World Cup, for the goddamn Socceroos instead of the Australian men's test cricket team, which I would say traditionally is, you know, the most followed national team like i don't i don't think that's a controversial statement at all so i was concerned being a cricket fan from way back i've been a cricket fan for so long uh one of the cricketers i hated from australia during my youth actually fucked my ex-girlfriend and everyone was of legal age that's how long i've been a cricket fan uh so i thought i'd get another comedian slash sporting enthusiast uh, Aaron Gox to jump on and to see if we could solve why Australia has just lost interest. Just lost interest. And I'm not going to say it's like a long-term thing. I think it's from last year to this year. There is a significant lack of interest in the cricket. Uh, we tried to get to the bottom of it. Now, before we jump into the chat, I want to be very, very transparent with you. I used to think that getting ex-athletes on the radio, which they do in Australia, I'm sure they do it, uh, whichever country you're listening to this in as well. They get ex-athletes to be talking heads on radio and television. And as a comedian, I thought that was a bullshit move. I thought they lacked charisma. And I genuinely thought they're taking jobs from us. They're taking our goddamn jobs. But now having got two comedians together to talk at length about a sport, Turns out it's slightly harder than I thought it was. I have a newfound respect for your Wendell Sailors, your Jude Boltons, your otherwise very good at the sport, kind of okay at talking because it is hard to talk about a sport at length and figure it out. But that said, uh, I don't want to give myself any credit. I think Goxie actually came up with something that is a huge disconnect in Australian cricket now compared to what it was when even we were growing up, which was not that long ago. So, if you're a cricket fan, uh, you'll probably enjoy this one. If you're not a cricket fan, you'll probably be pretty confused by this one. But hey, hey, why not learn? Why not learn now? There's a little break in the summer of cricket. The test series against South Africa is about to begin. Uh, our first at-home test series against South Africa since one of the most infamous incidents in Australian cricket history. That's all covered on the pod. Let's get to my chat with Aaron Gox. And who's going to get us there? but Verticoli. Test, testing 42069. <laughs> Funny before yes, it I'm, even starts. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm still 14. Still 14. Dude, you look, you look terrible for 14. <laughs> um, Thank you. I've seen a lot and eaten a lot. <laughs> I've seen a lot and eaten more. Uh, sometimes I just close my eyes and put it in. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good for me. How about you? Do you like that? Do you want, do you want a little bit it. more juice on your cans? I, can, I, know you're, I, know you're a, I know you're a heavy metal guy, so I assume your ears are probably a little bit fried. 
I love it, mate. I love it. Do you want do you want more juice or are you good? Nah. You liking I'm it? I'm juiced up. You liking your level? Because we just give you a little little extra. So nah, you can I'm, really uh, I'm juiced. And then you you gotta yeah. And the other thing it's a it's a down the down the line little mic, you know? It's like get get fucking in there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Perfect. The little fist apart. Work that shaft. <laughs> um I'm joined by Aaron Gox. Hey, thanks for having me, mate. Dude, Goxie, it's a pl- yeah. it's been ages. It's I I feel like we spent a long period together just before nobody got to spend time with anybody because yeah. we did those uni gigs. Remember, yeah, that's like, right. Driving, yeah. driving what? Armadale and back. A yeah. good six hours um, each way. Giving the students their laughs. Yeah, I mean, I I felt. Did you feel aged out of it by that stage? Because I started doing those when I was like twenty eight. Yeah, I was. Deep into my 30s. <laughs> yeah, I was early 30s and I was just looking at these 18-year-olds and be like, I, I feel gross, you know? Like, I don't I yeah. don't feel like I should be here. It wasn't that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it was just sort of around the time of some, um, the hazing dramas or? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, fuck, it was that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's such such a good memory. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I, it's, it's University of New England Armadale where I've been a, we've been a few times. Um, love them, they're great. And then this crowd was just a bit <laughs> tense. They were quite a tense crowd. That's right, yeah. And everyone was just kind of walking off stage being like, that's a bit weird. Like, you know, yeah. this is a Wednesday night during O Week. I gave them all week. the hits and they weren't yeah, they usually weren't. standing ovation. <laughs> What's going on? Like, they just weren't vibing it. Mm. And then we found out when we left, they're like, yeah, sorry. The reason they're a bit tense is because um, there's been a lot of issues with campus sexual assault. And our university has actually been one of the worst. Uh, so for all the freshers, in order to avoid that, um, they've just been through a week-long, like, sexual assault seminar. Being told for a week, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, I, sexual I, assault, it's bad. It's bad. I assume mostly the du- like the dudes. I'm, I'm assuming more the men being like, don't do it, yeah. and the women being like, if it does happen, please tell us. Yeah, yeah. I think slightly gendered in the way and that so would... And so the last thing they wanted was laughter. <laughs> just a bunch of comedians just... <laughs> They're like, hey, please like me. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't, we don't know how to feel about anything anymore. This <laughs> is so just, different to high school. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that was very. Yeah, I remember that because like no one thought to tell us in advance so we could address it in any way. Mm. It was just like, hey, so you guys are probably wondering why they seemed afraid of you, um, <laughs> and that was that was it. But yeah, uh, yeah we we're, we're here we're here, Goxie. I want I wanted you I wanted you and I needed you because you're a sports man. Yeah. Like you have more photos with athletes oh. and like an underage french escort you know you got a lot <laughs> me and sport have an interesting relationship i've always liked it enjoyed it never graded it <laughs> i had i have many moments in life where i had to face up to like you're not good at it mate <laughs> <laughs> i'm just that guy that loves it but i think it's like i make it sound like you have to be great at to like it of course you don't yeah but i did have like many years trying to play it. Did did you at any point did you think you were good at it? Because I thought I was good at it for yeah. like. Well, this is my um. So I've played a lot of different sports. Um, yeah. Grew up in Brisbane, which is um, big rugby league place, similar to Sydney. Yeah. We're actually good at it, but it's, nah. <laughs> but you know, like um, really appealing to my huge yeah, Queensland fan yeah, base. Yeah. Just oi, oi, oi. <laughs> Queenslander, but um. Yeah. So I grew up there, so rugby league's always been one of my um, biggest sports and I did play it for many years and um, that's the one thing I do reflect back on, like maybe if I got stuck into it, yeah, maybe like third division in England sort of <laughs> thing, which is equivalent to like fifth division. Well, quality-wise, but I, th- I do think like um, I think you can go a couple of divisions down and still get a bit of pay that's what makes me think sure like, you would have been, been a cool like, experience too to like like semi-pro yeah yeah like live a, there still need a job but um get some money for yeah. running it straight and, and our reserve grades here are actually better quality but no pay they play in front of like 20 people and like, yeah yeah okay but yeah so um the reason i think and that's not a big boast or anything too because like well rugby league it is a it's a tough physical game but absolutely um Anything with sort of skills I struggle with. So, like, <laughs> that's why I admire, like, um, cricket, like, batting and bowling, like, amazing skills. Right. Um, footies, like, kicking, you know. Like, because for me, it's, like, catch, run. rugby league, catch, run, tackle. These are things you can you, kind of... Were you maybe a front you? rower? Yeah, Front was, rower in yeah. rugby league. So, so run it hard, very, run it straight. Yeah, exactly. It's very Get an much, offload if um, you can. Yeah. Sure. And um, 
my poor physique did let me down a lot. But it's so I'm just thinking if I did work a bit better on the physique, maybe I could have been something. Right, if you're yeah. a real weapon. Yeah, if you were just yeah. putting on big yeah, shoulders yeah. on the... Because I, I feel like, um, which is good, I like sports where um, effort goes a long way too. You, you'd know with footy where like there mm. is some guys where like gut running just totally. running as hard as they can. They just run people yeah. off their feet and yeah, then by yeah. the fourth quarter they're just unmarked. Yeah, and there yeah. you go. But you like you say you've had no success in sport. Have you not? I'm, I think I'm remembering this right. You participated in the AFL's long kick. <laughs> oh, no. I... When you say participated, I went to the um, tryouts. <laughs> went to the tryouts. That's yeah, participating. But that, yeah, but <laughs> come on, you were there. You're in the basically. Kit. It requires you to put your name down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I assume uh, there was a stringent selection but, um, process. No, like they saw your drop punt technique, and off you went. Well, anyone who enters can go on the day that I yeah. went. Then they select the winner to go in the actual. It's when they try and kick across the Yarra River on Grand Final Day. But yeah, there's only one guy from. That first day that made it, I was about, I think I was about 20 meters less because there were guys there who were like trying out for the American punting and that too. Oh, right. So that's just kind of a, a little bit of their punting. guys are good, really good at kicking and I'm just this muggish <laughs> like for a bit of a laugh. But yeah, it was, it was good. Just fun, yeah. Given, yeah, I mean, but that's good though. That's yeah, fun. And I yeah. mean, I like the idea that they're, you know, putting together their punting show reel because yeah, like yeah. just, just for those who lack a bit of sports context, uh, AFL, the drop punt is like dropping the ball under your foot, kicking it as far as you can. It's on the full. It's not a drop kick, yeah, not yeah. to be confused with that. Um, and that is translating really well to punting in yeah, the in right. the NFL, which is American football or gridiron. Yeah, yeah. I just I never know the level of knowledge that people come in with. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, let's give them the context. Let's give them the keywords. Yeah. So it's, if they're pausing this to Google <laughs> what's going on, they'll figure it out. And it's it's great fodder for the for the channels to do a fish out of water like. This time last year, yeah, he was in Shepparton. Now he's in a hundred thousand stadium in Alabama, and they love that sort of stuff, you know. Like, yeah, well, did you see it was um, was it the Philadelphia guy? Yeah, yeah, who like missed the punt? Yeah, and then picked it up one handed, did a little run down the sideline, almost got a first down, and then the crowd was like booing him as he went off <laughs> injured, and he said, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, yeah. As an Australian, I felt very proud. I feel like they um, because we do have because a lot of them are ex Australian football players. Mm. That are punters, they do have that extra element of, because the the punters over there are just raised. I almost said bread. Yeah. <laughs> raised to just kick it. In in my head, they are bread. It's yeah, just like just they're measuring like one year old the legs of the mother and the father and being like, all right, let's get the quick twist, see how that's going. Oh man, there's probably not punters, but there's insane stories about, um, you know, kind of like controlling fathers. We see it here with tennis players a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. over there with with quarterbacks, it's like you're gonna be this, you know, like from raised from a kid, you know. Yeah, but yeah, insane story. Sorry, I just wanted to get the name. Aaron Sipos That's is right. the is the name of the Australian yeah, he punter. Pl- he played a few games, not many for um, St Kilda Saints, the team Saints, I go for. Yeah. Your team, yeah, yeah. But the mighty Saints, yeah. Uh, one premiership. That's right. One premiership, one premiership only. Which means they're due. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, as a Swans fan, I mean. Making a grand final used to be a really joyous occasion, but oh. we just keep getting pumped. It's no, not it's not great. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're happy to be there, much like you in the long kicking competition. You're That's happy right. to be there. Yeah, mate. <laughs> um, but just for anyone following Aaron Sipos, uh, how do you reckon Aaron's spelt? You'd probably know. Oh, not the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Very bogan spelling. Is it? Um, you're talking about his his one. Yeah, I, I got the right one. The you got the right one. You're correct, Aaron. But a lot of people ask me too. They're like, "Why is it double A?" Like, I don't know. I wasn't around for when <laughs> it got started. As I, wasn't, a name. I was a part of the decision making process. Yeah. And I, I don't even know. Like some families have these beautiful stories of of why a name was picked. Yeah, so I, I feel like my parents just got out of. Dictionary Baby name book and went, that'll do, you know. <laughs> Page one. one. Yeah. Is it the first name of the maybe it is. I think so, unless you want to name your son Ardvark or <laughs> I don't know. But, um yeah. yeah, so he is he A double R Y N? That is absolutely correct. Aaron Gox gets the first first point. The first point awarded on the Daniel Muggleson podcast. Doesn't even have a point. You get you get one. Aaron Gox is on one. Maybe we can have a leaderboard. I feel like it's a golden era um in sports too for the Bogan name. Like or um so, West Indies, who just played Australian cricket, yes. uh, the opening batsman, did you see him? Um, Chanderpaul or the other one? The other one. No. What? He, he's Craig, but it's K-R-A-I-double-G. Craig. Double G. Good game. <laughs> well done. I love these. Like I love how, like, in the most, un- like, West Indies have bogan names. It's like this ca- 
Caribbean islands and they're like, they got like Jadens and Craigs. Do they? A yeah, Jaden bowler. Fuck, that's yeah. wild. Jaden, I thought that was ours. Yeah. I thought that was an Australia, a uniquely Australian yeah. problem. That's <laughs> her <no>. problem. <laughs> uh, Maybe not. I always, uh, this is when I think of it. I don't know if this is right or wrong or bad or whatever, but just mm. go with me on this. When I think of these names, I think of them being screamed in Kmart like, Jaden, <laughs> get here now. <laughs> Just like Or you and Bowden aren't <laughs> Dude, Bowden is a fucking shocker, isn't it? <laughs> um but yeah, that's funny. The Kmart thing is so true because like you imagining Craig being screamed in Kmart, like they're really hanging on that second G. Yeah. Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either you get here now and it's the threat's always like something they can't have, like mm. no PlayStation for you tonight, Jaden. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just like it's just like no no books. Just kidding. Of course, you don't <laughs> want them. That's all right. Um, I love a, love a good bogey spelling. Um, sorry, we should, we're talking sports generally. Let's get to what we want to talk about. It's the summer yeah. of cricket. I don't know if you know, you're wearing a bloody cricket shirt. Yeah. You're on top of it. Summer of cricket. Did you know it was a summer of cricket? I've been forgetting this summer frequently that it's the summer well, of cricket. Well, um, so they, people joke about crickets all year round now, which it pretty much is. But mm. one thing I noticed, they, the channels were like the first games were in spring and they were saying welcome to the summer of cricket <laughs> but oh, it doesn't God. have the same ring to it does it like welcome to the spring of cricket like, the springtime of cricket yeah. I, I quite like that it's like the but it was t20 which is kind of young yeah. cricket so the springtime of cricket t20 well there's a lot of um cricket creates a lot of connotations like in our minds i think because we were raised with it mm. it's like summer's here you know that first exactly always because i'm from brisbane so it's like that first ball at the gabba was always a big thing Right, and they the clapped as they came in, and there was a famous um, England one where they like went really wide. Yeah, yeah. Steve Harmison went to like second or third slip or something. Like Steve Harmison, yeah, yeah, just so wide, went to slip, and we're yeah. like, we're gonna win these fucking ashes back. Yeah, you yeah. better believe it. If if it was us, it's like oh, a bit of like first up nerves. If it's them, <laughs> it's like that is a uh, complete representation of what's gonna happen this summer, <laughs> and it was. It was. It was oddly indicative of how shit that english team was because they just beat us you know they had just beaten us in the greatest ashes series of all time um what 2005 yeah. is that when they all got like knighthoods like, yeah 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 for us it's like you gotta pretty much like break a world record for us to be like all right well like getting an order of australia invent <laughs> like, something. you want a series yeah, yeah yeah you want a series against yeah australia in the early 2000s which yeah. was not easy to do uh, we were quite good back then. Yeah. Um, but to just give people uh, again the international listeners a bit of context, because for some reason, Aaron, I don't know, if, I don't know if you know this about me, um, Australians don't like me very much, <laughs> but people from overseas do. So we got to we got to play broad here. I've got the opposite problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the summer of cricket in Australia, it's a, it's a very well known. Like it's, I would say, the only staple thing from my childhood that remains pretty much unchanged. September rolls around. October rolls around. November, we kick it off with a test, usually at the Gabba. Now it's changed a little bit. Yeah. And there's five test matches of cricket. Test is the five-day one where they wear the white, mm. or at least they used to. Now they got their fucking <laughs> name on the back, which is stupid, but that's all right. And they play five tests, and we get invested in it, and there's a one-day series to follow. And then when that's over, you have to go back to school. That's, that's right. basically it. Exactly. I, I remember when the very last one-day match is on, and they're like... Wrapping up the summer. It's very sad. Mm. School's coming no back. More, no more slip and slides for you yeah. as Australia's slip and slide champion. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot that when we're talking about sports. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. not really an official sport, but I'm waiting on the Olympics to bring it in. <laughs> Dude, I reckon you got a shot. Yeah. Like, we're, we're at Brisbane. As I if. I gotta can you campaign? Yeah. I think, Aaron, can we start that now? Oh, Slip and slide for Brisbane 2030. As many, as many sports involving A, water... B, some form of plastic. <laughs> Wait, that sounds... Suspe- I'm talking about like tubes. I love the idea of like tubes, like being pulled by a boat, I reckon, on a tube, you know? Oh, like, you know, uh, what, is that tubing? Is that yeah. called tubing? It is now. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. We named it. It's difficult to name these things. But yeah, twenty Brisbane 2030, you're going to be there. I mean, I assume as some kind of integral part of the opening ceremony. Because I, I was actually part of the Olympic opening ceremony in Sydney in 2000. That's oh, true. Really? Were it's you true. Nikki Webster? I was not Nikki Webster. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was her understudy. <laughs> Would have been a very different show. <laughs> Just this small child with huge eyes. You, you were Midnight Oil, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was dancing in the back. Uh, no, I was like doing some, doing some bullshit thing while Nikki Webster sang. I was like, this is actually true. 
As I think I've said, I'll show you. But um, summer cricket. The summer cricket's kicked off, and it kicked off early with the T20 World Cup, which is yes. the short form of cricket. Teams get 20 overs each. Yeah. It's the kind of TikTok version of cricket, Yeah, you'd have to say. And it's what, been going 10 years? So there's, so there's a lot of players doing pranks and... <laughs> a lot of and dancing. dancing, yeah. <laughs> and all the statistics are leaked to the Chinese. It's a whole yeah. thing. Um, it's very, very different. But that, that was on. It was hosted in Australia. We were hosting our first international cricket tournament since the one-day World Cup in 2019. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. 2019. But we had to share that with New Zealand. So we this did. Was, this was ours. And we hate that. Yeah. We hate sharing with New Zealand. I know. Um, apart from the reciprocal visa arrangement. That's different. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it was on. And Goxie, I'm going to put it out there. I don't think anyone gave a shit. I don't think anyone gave a shit that it was on. Yeah. Did you give a shit? Were you well, watching? How much were you watching? You know, we, I guess me and you, we run in older circles. You got to remember, <laughs> it's for the kids. Like you said, TikTok, you know, it's for the kids. You think T20 is actually targeted at ki- children? Yeah, it, Interesting. It is. Like short attention spans. Yeah, bright, and they like colors. it. Not like us. Yeah, Not like yeah. us well-read gentlemen who we want like, a nice five-day I don't match. even know that. We like to just think we've got long attention span. People are like, yeah, Tess, I love it. And then you get there and no one's watching the game. They're just like... <laughs> I saw someone's complaining like... you Back in the day, it used to be like, the security took my beach ball off me or something like that. Yeah. And now these guys make these big... They stack up their beer cups. And the make, beer snack. Yeah, yeah. Big, big Australian tradition, the disposable plastic beer cup. Yeah. You get as many as you can. You filter them into a section and then yes. you hold them up and say, whoa, like yeah. that. Big part well, of it. Well, I just thought it was funny that I saw someone recently, like an older bloke, complaining the mm. security took his beer snake, beer cup snake off him. Yeah. I like. I just love that, like, I know it's you've drank a lot of beers, which is an adult thing to do, but it's also <laughs> like, give me my stack of cups back. Like, <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Yeah. I believe that's my stack of cups. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have to drink a lot. Yeah. And he was upset. He was yeah, grumpy. Yeah, did he, he get was. kicked out? Sometimes they get kicked um, out for doing the business. I don't snake. know if he did, but yeah, it can depend on the security guy. I feel like these, you never used to hear about security. Now you're like, they're always showing people getting tackled by guards and. But not in the live broadcast. No, no, that's right. It's always like the camera, you always know in sport when the camera just suddenly goes to yeah. the commentary team or just like a weird corner of the ground. And they can't promote it. They'll be like, uh, folks, someone has lost their mind a bit here. Just, just a quick interruption. Just very, they, they were always like very condescending, like real yeah. brain snap. Like what an idiot. Just you know? remember like, the action happens on the pitch. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then obviously one of the great pitch invader moments was captured on camera. Oh, Andrew yes. Simons, yeah. may he rest in peace, fucking shoulder charging that cunt. And then the was it the Indian batsman like high fiving? Yeah, yeah, like that was sick. <laughs> Can I actually tell you something? Oh, so, Absolutely. Um, I was expecting you to say no, <laughs> no. I'll decide. No, so um, I was a massive Andrew Simons fan growing up. It's like, yeah, it's perfect for a kid. You're like, oh, he's got the dreadlocks. He's jumping all, like really athletic. Yeah, and I, yeah, he's a legend, great player. And but then I had this like. Sort of my teenage years, like starting to like believe in stuff politically. So I had this drama of like, that's a very cop move, you know, like <laughs> oh, like to shoulder charge the guy. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't care. So that's my <laughs> stages of life. I went from like, I loved him to like a bit of a cop move to now like I don't care about anything now that I'm old. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a nihilist. Yeah, yeah, nothing, exactly. Nothing matters. Nothing so matters at all. That's interesting. stages of life, you know. That's so funny. I never at any point was like I think Andrew Simons kind of did the wrong thing there. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, this guy's running past him naked. He's been a dickhead, and Simons like. But right, I feel sweet. like we do. We we put aside things when we want to. Like <laughs> oh yeah, um, but no, it was so yeah. I mean, I like the T twenty thing was on. I kind of forgot it was on till I caught a flight <laughs> and the South African cricket team was on the flight. That was yeah. what reminded me. And like, yeah. this, this is how you can tell it wasn't a big summer of cricket. They were on the flight. No one, apart from one guy, there was one South Africa fan there getting autographs. Mm-hmm. No one else gave a shit. Yeah. They got to Adelaide Airport. They file out. The media interviewing the Adelaide 36ers, the <laughs> fucking NBL team. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and then the South African just walk off. Not even ask them a question. They were just in economy, bro. Like they weren't even in the business section of the little 747. Like it was just in economy. One of them was behind me. 
Just yeah. seven footer, just cramp like origami up oh, behind yeah. me on the seat. It's all pace bowlers. <laughs> yeah, and they went out in the group stages. We went out in the group stages. Like, yeah. it just, I don't know. It just seemed like a real dud, you know? Yeah, South Africa cricket team have never done well in tournaments. They always, <laughs> tournaments well, and them don't agree. But um, I, I know what you mean. Like, and um, it can be hard for these organizers to crack through, like, mm. with so much going on. So you, but, but, but there was a lot on because it was yeah. after AFL and NRL wrapped up. Like Australia was kind of free and clear. It was before the Football World Cup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it just like, I, I'm just really struggling to kind of, because this is, the other time I realized it was on was when I was trying to drive to have dinner with my wife's family and there was crazy traffic on one of the streets in Sydney near the SCG. And I was like, that yeah. must have been some kind of accident. <laughs> no, the fucking semi-final was yeah. on. And like, I love cricket. I grew up playing. I grew up watching. Oh, I love it. Do you feel the problem is with the marketing or? I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I feel like the passion for it is gone a little bit. The saturation thing is real, but I felt like, this is the thing. I felt like last summer when it was just the ashes, yeah. like I know just the ashes is a weird sentence. Uh, the ashes, yeah. uh, the famous cricket series between Australia and England. We play it like once every three, four years. Yeah. And you know, there's five tests and it's been played since like 19. Well, I don't know if this is controversial or not. It Please. shouldn't be, but the ashes is huge don't get it is i'll admit that but mm. purely because of history and tradition yes if it was just on like will this be a good matchup it's just usually a crap series like i probably yeah. made some people upset here that, <laughs> that's all right i mean every now and then you get where like and there's, there's a bit of excitement now where they're both quite good yeah um, but it's usually like one is a lot better than the other Usually mm. Australia, but sometimes England. Yeah, but I mean, it's quite exciting contest. when they do well. Yeah, yeah. But they, they've won in England. I think they won the last series in England. Yeah. And then we won the last series in Australia. And then like we're about to go back to England and do it again, right? Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. one thing with the Ashes. Sometimes it's like four years yeah, between Ashes like, tests and sometimes it's like seven weeks. I feel like when you know, I was what? younger, the spacing was bigger. It's very... Right? Um, they've really like... God, we got to get this going every year now. Like, yeah. I, this I, thing makes money. Can we have more of these? Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe it is like a commercial thing that it's like the Ashes actually sell, whereas, you know, like fucking the Netherlands versus Afghanistan in the T20 mm. World Cup. But like that said, I was looking I was looking at some of these. Wait, I'll see if I can find... I got some, I got some stats for you from Adelaide because that was a test that just finished in Adelaide. Yeah. And there was only across five days. I think it... No, it went to the fourth day. Um, 86,617 people at oh. the test. The capacity of the Adelaide Oval is 50,000. And some of them might be repeated. Exactly. Like people who go a few days. Do they count as... I think they count as fresh attendance every day. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck. Like, to suggest that attendance records are accurate, I'm not going to go there. I mean, obviously... There might have even been someone who just never left the ground. They, like, <laughs> stayed in the dunny or something. The players actually count towards it as well. That's, like, 12, I did 13. a lot of that um, when I was younger. Like, oh, if I... If I hide in the dunny, I can get in the around? next game that's here in a month. <laughs> <laughs> so all I got to do is sacrifice a month of my life to save like 50 bucks or something. And then you can do it. Wait, so sorry, here we go. I got some more from the T20 World Cup. Check this out. Higher than any attendance at the test mm -hmm. was just a group match from the T20 World Cup. It was two games back to back. Zimbabwe, Netherlands. Blockbuster. Blockbuster, followed by India-Bangladesh. Whoa. I think India-Bangladesh might have been doing the heavy lifting there, <laughs> just putting it out yeah. there. And then uh, the other higher than higher than like a couple of days of the test combined, uh, 40,000 for India versus Sri Lanka in the semifinal of the T20 World Cup. Yeah. And it's oh. like the test used to be the big thing. Like If you look at these old attendances for the Adelaide Oval, cricket is one of the – is the highest attended – event ever at the Adelaide Oval. The second Ashes Test in 2017, 55,000. Well, so, like cricket is a religion in India, basically. Like, not literally, it, but... Yeah. They love it. That, that's what I mean. If you look, if you look, because I looked up the T20 stats we, we, as well. Yeah. Like, with India at the game, double it. Yeah. Like, just double the attendance, whoever they were playing. Like, all the biggest games. at the, Like, what was it? I read this statistic before. It was like, India at the MCG... More than the final. More I than think. the final in yeah. a group game. Like, that's what we're kind of relying on. And it's just funny because I feel like I 
if you look at advertising throughout the summer in Australia, every brand is like, let's fucking have a bit of backyard cricket going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Let's have Pat Cummins, the Australian test captain, like, you know, waving at you. But if you look at the stats of who's going, way down. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you care as much? Because, like, I'll be honest, I don't think I do. Like, I don't... Yeah. I couldn't name the Australian one-day team in the same way I could five years ago. And T20, I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Like, buddy, Adam Zampa's in there. Like, what the... I'm that classic person who says that I love tests, but I have not been for many years. See, I went to the Ashes last year. Oh, really? I went by myself. That's I was, all right. I dude, do a lot of things by myself. <laughs> it's a great solo experience. Yeah. I was right next to the Barmy Army there chanting, it's all a good time. Yeah. But like, that's what I mean. I was so stoked to go. Like, I was so pumped. Whereas, like, now it's like, hey, do you want to go? I was like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's like a free ticket scenario, you know? But is it just the West? Like, the West Indies are obviously not the competitive cricket team they once were. No, no, These no, tests were incredibly one sided. But you could have gone and seen Australia score a shitload of runs. Like, you know, cheered a bit. That's what you like in T20, isn't it? I get it's, the shits it, with T20 because I used to be a bowler. And T20 is just so slanted towards the batsman. Like, I there's feel just such sorry a bias. for the Australian team because, you know, if they smash a team, then it's like, oh, they weren't competitive, your opposition. Mm. And then the other team's good and we lose. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find that middle ground of like, we opposition's to... good, but we can't beat them. <laughs> we need to find an opposition yeah. that isn't terrible, but that we can beat. Yeah, like That's for so key. many years... Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. For so many years, it was like, all right, India love their cricket. They've got a huge population, mm. but they're not that good at it. But now yeah. they, they've gotten good and it's like, all right, all right. We're not that good of it outside of India. Yeah. Like yeah. Obviously in India. Well, last two, they've beaten us here. Last two series. Yeah, test. exactly. So. Which is brand new. Because I was looking, I saw some stats this morning. Um, the most test losses on home soil since like 2015. India, zero. Yeah. They haven't lost a test series. It's just at home. a fortress. Crazy. Whereas, like, Australia, I think we're doing pretty well. I think we're like three. But New Zealand were two. But I mean, like, how many fucking I tests do they Because like, ev everyone's like getting baked beans sent over <laughs> so they don't get deli belly. And yeah, the old, the old Shane Warne stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just very interesting because, like, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like your cricket fandom is slipping? Like, do you feel like Australia is kind of less reliant on cricket? Because right oh. now, as you know, we're both American sports guys. Yeah. NFL's on and NBA's on. Like, is that where your well, eyeballs are going? Um, this this theory probably doesn't really hold up mm. to scrutiny, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, because we just had the Soccer World Cup and everyone had those massive crowds for the Socceroos. Absolutely. So I was going to say, is it like a, a patriotism thing that's slipping away with the younger generations where mm. – I don't know. That that's That's a thought. But, yeah, it doesn't really work when you see – but, but see, those one-offs like Soccer World Cup 2, they're not really repeatable. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Next time soccer is played, no, there's no one going to be getting up at 4 a.m. to go into the city. Yeah. It's like we need, it, we needed to reignite again. Because at the start of this World Cup, like, we weren't... I actually like, put my alarm Oh really? the soccer but I went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I put my alarm... I was like... Because I'm about... 25 to 30 minutes drive out of the city in Brizzy and um yeah but I, yeah I was like the previous night I was like yeah I'll do that I'll go in and then my alarm went off it's like nah <laughs> Did, not worth it didn't even do a snooze I just went off went back to bed yeah I mean I think there is still the patriotism I mean I'm looking I'm looking at the TV numbers now and like the men's world cup like again like England India like that mm. game was like the most watched thing in like every age bracket um, at that. Oh, actually, no, it was after the news. Well, Do you the find that incredible? The news, if you ever look at TV ratings in Australia, like the news, like as in like the 7 News, 7 News at 6, 9.30, like 9 News, ABC News, a current affair, like they had higher viewership than the semi-final England versus India. And I'm like, have you ever met anyone who watches the news? Like on well, free to air? They're always fresh. They're never repeats. <laughs> You can't see it before. That's like, a fair point. Why do you watch that? Like, I get all my news off of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the one thing with watching the news, I'm just like, how many retirement homes are there in Australia? Because <laughs> in my head, it's like retirement homes, dental waiting rooms. Like, oh, yeah. that's that's where the news is played. Like, if I walked into someone's house and they're watching the news, I'd be like, are you okay? My mom still watches. Still it. watches it? Yeah. But she's, she's a big 
free-to-air TV consumer. She's a big consumer of the free-to-air. Yeah, Likes yeah, it? Yeah. Likes Does all the nice little national programming. TVs and all that. She must get to see ads. I don't get to see ads anymore. That's my saddest <laughs> thing. Is it a str- I never, You're you know not missing I mean? much, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fill you in. Yeah. One ad agency thinks of something and then they're all doing it. They're doing the same ad just over and over again? Mm, same idea, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to... I'm just trying to figure out why, because like the West Indies thing barely even got any news coverage and like mm. the lead up, like you'd kind of get the score. Like I was in, fuck, another good example. I was at a pub in Redfern yesterday, just like, you know, little hipsterish pub thing. Had two big TV screens, one on the NBL and one on a replay of the NBA Lakers Celtic. There was big bash on, mm. like which is the, the Australian T20 league every yeah. summer, which is, I don't know if running that, I mean, I guess you can't. You can't say it's a bad thing that they run more cricket during the summer, yeah. but it definitely does snag a bit of viewership away from the tests, which I do like. I think. Well, back to my. Th- I know. Uh, back to that theory before. Okay, maybe patriotism is not the right word, but mm. do people feel like like you've got your team right? Like your Swans. I'm saying like sure. So when you have that, it's like I don't even really think of it as ge- geographical right but i'm like oh like the suburb of st kilda right yes but that's a small you know like Community. area even sydney for swans yeah but to feel you don't really feel a connection to like australia's know, yeah, too big yeah that's what i was trying to get at where it's like it's too broad for us to be and, like we love the even, australian and even with the australian team you get people like oh there's too many other states saying there's too many New South Wales players. Of course, yeah. yeah. There's like that state rivalry within the team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, look, in fairness, like when I was the biggest cricket fan I probably ever was in like the late 90s when I was a kid and I was like, you know, it was the Mark War, Steve War kind of era. Mm. Um, I used to support South Africa in major tournaments because I just liked South Africa and I thought <laughs> Australia won too much and I was kind of like, well, this is boring. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, there's just, I don't know. I feel like Shane Warne died at the start of the year. Which is very sad. Mm. I think like any proper Australian sports fan loves Shane Warne. Yeah. The King, like one of the greatest players ever. And then like such and a good just, commentator, good personality. He transcended cricket. Yeah, it was huge. It was like a proper, proper celebrity. And like he's died and then we've kind of had the T twenty here and like our T twenty team kind of sucked. And we're playing were we playing those games in like Cairns or something in yeah. the lead up against Zimbabwe, yeah. Yeah, just these kind of junk games and just like and then the Thing the tournament happened and we kind of fizzed it and it just, but no one was upset. Mm-hmm. Like, say what you want about the sandpaper thing, mm-hmm. but like, people were upset. Yeah, like yeah, people were upset that that happened, and mm. it was kind of like a national oh, news story crazy, for a yeah. long time. For those who don't know, basically, uh, an Australian cricketer uh, used sandpaper on a cricket ball in order to gain an advantage. It was cheating, and he was caught. But then, like, it became this huge national issue. Like the Australian like cricket board, I think it was the ACB, banned all the players involved for a year. Whereas like the ICC, which is the international one, which actually hands out the bands, was like one match. Yeah. That's this is I no like. big deal. Because that's where Australia comes in over the top with this very like, we do things the hard way. Kind yeah. Of like, yeah. We don't skip. Dude, I got this huge argument with my dad about it because I'm like, dude, who gives a shit? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, no, it's wrong. It's un-Australian. We don't yeah. cheat. And I'm like, but we do and like we were cunts like we were known as like the cuntiest team in world cricket for decades because we're like tough and sledging and you know and it's like suddenly we're all honorable like what yeah well it's it's always been like oh it's much worse to like throw a match and and lose Mm. on purpose and and we'd we'd never ever do that (laughs) we We wouldn't we absolutely wouldn't but like yeah is it i don't know i'm just i'm just trying to figure out where this disconnect happens like do you reckon we've aged out of it a bit or do you reckon like yeah. just that the team now is just kind of so like vanilla? Yeah. Like, you know, Manus Labashane's got one eye. That's about that's <laughs> about the most interesting thing about the team at the moment. Like Pat Cummins looks like he climbed out of a fucking milk carton. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like where are the characters? Where's the edge? And you've got so many options too. Like, am I gonna go to that? Or stay home and watch White Lotus. Yeah. Season two. We're getting things streamed to us. We're getting things delivered. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. I feel like, I know AFL crowds were down this year and I think there's like generally crowds are a bit down in Australia mm. with the kind of post-COVID cost of living, blah, blah, blah. But like these crowds are like less than half mm. what you'd expect. And it'll be interesting to see if the South African series kind of picks it back up. 
But just the way that we got out of a major tournament so meekly, and even the media was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Mm, like, you know fine. what I mean? It has like, no. Yeah. I, I, do you, I think more than other sports, I see cricket as like very Australian and like very integral yeah. to like our national identity. Absolutely. And, and it's just kind of slipping away. And I don't, I couldn't, I'd love to put my finger on it. Well, you mentioned about the image of like backyard cricket. Mm. So maybe we could implement some like one hand, one bounce rules mm. and <laughs> so six and out over the fence, you know. Some of the some of the backyard cricket stables. Have, a, have a pool you can dive into. Like. He's, he's on 40, retire him. Elec- yeah, yeah, ele- exactly. electric, electric keeper. You, you know, you edge window, you're out. you got to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, have you ever smashed a window? No, thankfully. I, I smashed one, but it wasn't cricket. It was a soccer ball. I'll never forget. Oh, wow. I was like six. My mum was, oh, she was that's, furious. That's been a good kick. Oh, mate, not bad, you know? Actually, no, I, I did one with a cricket ball when I was like three. I like threw a ball oh. and broke a window. And I was like, mate, I must have had a bit of an arm Yeah, back you, then. You're given a hard ball for a young fella. Yeah, oh, mate, you know, that was the thing. Mum was, mum was upset. Dad was proud. Dad was like, he's going to do it. Gotta he's going to play for Australia. Got a high testosterone boy there. <laughs> Imagine looking at me as an adult and being like, that's a high testosterone boy. Man, I'm like leaking estrogen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, it kind of makes me a little bit sad because like one thing, I don't know um, what your what your relationship status is at the moment. I got, I got my wife. She's not a cricket person, never been a cricket person. But last year I got her into it because of Boland. Big Boland, yeah. the bowler coming in. It was like just brought into the Australian team due to injuries and COVID. And he just had like the most white hot series of all time. So many fucking wickets. Unbelievable. And like that narrative got my yeah. wife like properly invested. Like this time, even she asked, was like, is Boland playing? Yeah. Like, is it happening? Is it um was it looks based? Because you you were telling me about an old <laughs> a player from the old days. Oof. Yeah, so this is this is snitching on my wife here, but there was a former Australian Test career captain called Mark Taylor, with the nick whose nickname was Tubby, whose nickname was Tubby, and is Tubby. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's. I mean, he's not so Tubby anymore, but they still call him Tubby. And my wife is <laughs> like, "What a handsome man!" Yeah, she thought he was like. That's why he was captain because he was the most handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Which is absurd. Look, look him up. Definitely have a look for old Tubby. Um, but yeah, I don't think Boland was the look was the story. You know what I mean? The fact that he was like not in the test team really ever, mm. never given the opportunity in his thirties, which is like typically when fast bowlers start declining, if anything. Mm. And yeah, he's like come in and just had like the best series ever. I mean, like we've had a lot of good narratives. Like Usman Khawaja has the second most runs this calendar year. Mm. And like with le- with fewer tests, it's funny because um, people love an underdog story, right? Yeah. So whenever one of these guys who like, because often with pro sports you have the very structured system of like they're identified as a young teenager, of course, sent to a private school in all the state juniors, blah blah blah. So people like it when someone from outside that system comes through and yeah. makes it, which is great. But then it got me thinking. How many is like, how many of those stories until you say, okay, well, the pathways aren't working. <laughs> yeah. It's like all 11 are just <laughs> underdogs who didn't come through the identity. That's so funny. It's just like, we just got 11 bloody underdogs right here. Yeah. And it's just like, maybe, man, I maybe think- the system just isn't picking. Maybe the Cricket Academy is actually broken. Maybe yeah, we've got yeah. to change the selectors because this well, is. Well, it's like the child star thing of like, yeah, you, you got to have a childhood, I reckon. You? <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a childhood to be a child star. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm just trying to think about it. Like I'm trying to think about what's kind of turned. Cause like, if you were to say like, who's your favorite player mm. on this Australian team? Like, I don't think I really have one. Mm. Like in the same way that back in the day, like the answer was Mark War by a significant margin. You gotta be a sucker for spinners. Lion. You like <laughs> Lion? Do you like, I mean, no, look, pretty... not to, not to be too brutal, but the fact that, you know, I think he's like number three now. All-time wickets for Australia, yeah. and like well, that is, is a volume thing. We play a lot of matches now that more than we used to. Of, of course, but like his strike rate is actually pretty good. But at the same time, I'm like, the yeah. idea of this guy being num- like the people who didn't grow up seeing him, just looking at the record books, being like, man, he must have been amazing. And it's like, nah, he was okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? Am I being unfair to no, to, no. to Gary? He's like, he's fine. 
But at the same time, that's all right too. Like, yeah, if your biggest problem is you're not warning, you're doing <laughs> all right. Like. That is a fair point. But I just feel like we went we went so hard at like Matthias Muralitharan, who has like the most records in te- uh, sorry the most wickets in Test cricket history, a record that he took from Shane Warne that should have been Shane Warne's because he was a superior player, blah blah. But yeah. like now Nathan Lyons like you know third and everyone's like oh great and I'm like nah fuck him too yeah yeah <laughs> oh man fuck him stats dude it, yeah I don't it's not I don't know I I wish I had an answer like I I I think definitely in the team I'm like I don't really care about anybody like not not in the same way that like you used to. Like, I, I do feel bad for David Warner for still having this sandpaper thing lingering over him when really, in my head, it was used by Malcolm Turnbull, our prime minister, mm-hmm. to divert conversation away from how he was shit. That's a juicy conspiracy. Don't you reckon? Yeah. I, I genuinely, I remember that. So you're saying um, Malcolm set up the idea to... Oh, you reckon <laughs> he was the guy in the dressing room in yeah. Hobart? Boys, you should use this <laughs> sandpaper. That that would be so. I love good. a juicy conspiracy. Like, should we? We should. We should blood that. I reckon. Yeah. Put that. Put that out there into the ether. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I. You go through Australian lineup like Steve Smith's just a dork. Like he's just a nerd who's heaps good at batting. Manus mm. Lavashane's like you know interesting or whatever, but none of them kind of have a particularly dynamic personality. Mm. And like maybe that's the reason you're just like, oh yeah, they're fine. We'll just watch them. Yeah, do their best, but I I really feel like it's the American sport thing a bit because there didn't used to be sports on instead of cricket. Yeah. Whereas now think about it, Monday morning you've got eight games <laughs> of NFL to watch. You got Tuesday morning, you got Friday morning, Blame you got basketball. What thirty games a week? Probably more. Like all the world's problems, blame the Yanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, think- no, I did, um. But we should, we should defend our our sports more, you know, because like people are like, no, oh, it's too much now. <laughs> yeah, you think we should be a bit better, being like, no, these are like the Australian yeah, sports. Bring it on. <laughs> but at the same time, like AFL though, as we're both big fans of AFL, needs no defending. Mm. Don't you reckon? I feel like it's stronger than ever. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe that's just living in Sydney. Like, I feel like the Sydney well, AFL very, fan base. They're very business savvy, you know. Like, mm. they're very good at. Staying in the news. Did you hear about how how petty the 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 what they did with this? So, um, so Socceroos was on at like five a.m. Yeah, and AFL brought out their schedule for the season like six a.m. or something because they're like they're so petty. They're like, oh, Socceroos are having their moment in the just to, sun. Yeah, just to get the news cycle back. AFL is so good at like just staying in the news. Yeah, yeah. I guess like you don't you don't really think about like the administrator being like such a key aspect as well, you know? Mm. But that's, yeah. Cause I, I just feel like AFL kind of stronger and stronger, especially throughout Australia. Like, you know, like in Melbourne and like, you know, South Australia and Western Australia, it's obviously always been massive, but mm. like you're Brisbane, I'm Sydney. Mm. And I feel like it's big. It's growing yeah. even in the Northern States. Yeah. But the cricket, I just, I think I'd be sad. I think I'd be sad if, like cricket wasn't a thing mm. like that'd be the most like i'd lose a little bit of the old australian identity like i remember my dad like bringing me around like sitting me on the knee and like you know apparently i could name the west indian and australian touring teams when i was like four yeah i remember I used to um start a summer got this little i'm doing a visual thing on an audio i i do that all the time so the listeners will love it thank you but there's a little book you'd get in um with all the matches for the summer it was really exciting little like you keep it in your wallet yeah foldable book and um i love that and like looking at where all the grounds were and yeah i'd never make it there yeah and it's like kind of a thing it's like the the old footy record right you get Mm. the magazine and you tally up every goal and behind Mm. so things like that yeah We've got everything at our fingertips now. Do you reckon participation's lower for kids and stuff? Probably, right? Just because it is a time commitment, like mm. you know, four four or five hours on a Saturday. Parents kids like have got the things fuck to do. Sick. Yeah, surely it's just the parents being like, "I don't want to sit here. <laughs> I don't want to make small talk." Can they drop them off and come back in five hours? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh man, that was uh, my dad was always like the like coach, umpire, score. Like he had to be like involved, like in the game. Like I was so jealous of those drop off comeback kids. Oh. Because you just feel like because he would umpire. You just wanted to keep an eye on you. Well, no, like, because he was, like, so into it and he, like, wanted me to be good and everything, which is very sweet. Um, <laughs> but, like, no, I just remember because I was, like, a bowler and he'd umpire and he would never give me an LBW, like, oh. ever. Like, he'd just never give me leg before wicket, which is one thing that's very much up to the umpire's discretion. Mm. Even when they were just fucking plump. Like, yeah. I was like, Dad, for fuck's sake. And then, like, I finally asked him about it when I was older. And he was like, oh, I just didn't want to be one of those dads that gives his kid... <laughs> Like the wicket? He's gone too far the other way, yeah. Because, like, there were those guys. Like, I remember growing up with those guys that just, like, still remember Mitch Mitchell Rickson. I still <laughs> remember the name. His dad would just be like, yep, out. Like, the guy would fucking have his leg, like, halfway outside the off stump. And about, yeah. yeah, plum, mate, plum. Oh, he like, smashed it over fuck? the fence. Ah, oh, LB. Yeah. <laughs> it was absurd. But, yeah, he never gave me one. But it's, like, I think the thing I like about cricket is that, like, it is kind of a saga. Mm. Like, it's multiple days. Like, and if you go to multiple yeah. days of a match, it feels amazing. Oh, Like, the crowd antics are such a part of it as well. Like, I, I oh, just had yeah. to describe the watermelon hat to my wife. Like, she didn't know what the watermelon hat was. Yeah. Like, which is carving out a watermelon, making a Viking hat out of the shell of the watermelon and wearing it on your head. I remember doing that um, when I was about 13 or 14. Mm. So, we carved it all out and then we got the bus in there. But I dropped mine walking to the bus and I felt so bad. And I was actually real like, you know, really like sad. Like, oh, bad luck happens to me, you know, because all your (laughs) friends have still got theirs. Yeah. And I'm like, nothing bad ever happens to you guys. (laughs) And then you smash their hats into the ground. Oh, yeah, that's it. No, no. I wasn't that kind (laughs) of. No, you're just just quietly very sad about your lack of hats. Just moping around. All right, I like. I think to end this thing, we got to come up with three ways to get cricket back again. Yeah, I I think step one: more drinking beers on the flights. I think that was a huge part of cricket Absolutely. folklore. The David Byrne doing the what was it, forty three beers from mm. Sydney to London? I think so. Like, I don't think anyone's going for that record anymore, and I think that's sad, Coxie. I think that's taken yeah. an important element out of the game. Do you do you have a do you have another solution yeah, or do you are, disagree with that solution? They're too fit now. No, too fit. Lost connection to the com. Let us see a bit of a gut, you know, beer gut or something. That is such a good shout. <laughs> I agree with that a hundred percent. They look like athletes now. Yeah, yeah. What happened? What happened? Bring back the chunky boy. Yeah, just Tubby Taylor, uh, yeah. just <laughs> fat fella, just fucking timing it through the offside. Give, bring back the thick boy. Yeah, thick boy, thick boy required. Back to cricket because even worn like. Bit pretty thick. Yeah, he was. Bit of a thick unit. In his prime. In his prime, absolutely. Before he got into all the fashion stuff and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and the and the diuretics. Oh, but the thick boy, that's such a good that's such a good solution. So as well. to summarize, <laughs> bring back fat bodies. Fat bodies. <laughs> I wanna hear uh you know, Sir Mixlot talking about a Aussie player. Like. <laughs> David, That's David an old Byrne. reference. But, uh, so mixed alert. Yeah, baby. Everyone knows baby got back. Yeah, Don't worry about that. Hottest rap track of the summer. Yeah. Do, do, this is a, what about... If he was around now, it would be a li- little, wouldn't he? Little Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> Why little Mix-a-Lot? Because, you know, there's all these little littles. Oh, right. And rap names. Sorry. I thought... Aren't you up to date with your rap names? Come on, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm not up to date. I ASAP. apologize. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was something like since the Queen died, he'd no longer be Sir Mix-a-Lot. He'd be like oh. something else. Um. Okay, what about what about this? It's just with like the day night test. Do you reckon yeah. keep the day night test, lose the day night test? Do you like the day night test? Yeah, I like it. Test used to be daytime, now it's like the pink ball, day night. Although I do like something I I do like tests starting at ten when nothing's going on. I agree with that. I think the whole key of cricket was that it competed with nothing. That's what I love. It was 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It was like, hey, you could you don't go to get work. Any other sports or, starting at 10 a.m., you know? Yeah, you had to commit to a sickie. You had to wag school. You had to do something. And it was mm. just, you know, you're just in there and you're like, great. I'm having a beer at 10 a.m. <laughs> and everyone's fine with it. Like, what about, do you reckon bring back full strength beer at the stadium? Yeah, Necessary? I'm just trying to, there's got to be. What, what about the names on the jersey? I, I would like to see them go. How do you feel about mm. them? Oh. Do you want to be able to buy the maybe, test cricket maybe you shirt? Have, can you put like a nickname? Would you have to put your... Do you remember the first time they played T20 
They had the nicknames. Oh, really? On the jersey. Yeah, I and never you can choose your it. number too. You put like 69 or... Dude, no, because remember, because Nathan Bracken had on his jersey Andy G. <laughs> like, that was his, like, nickname. And he did that instead of his name because the cricketers at the time that, were like... That's when everyone thought it was a joke, hey? Like, when um, Joey Johns played for New South Wales. And exactly. Like, whatever. It's like, oh, this is just this laughable kind of fun thing that we're going to do. And, now and then they're like, oh, there's money to be made in this. We better take it seriously. Exactly, the Indian Premier League, oh, just man. like making cricket as some of the highest paid athletes in the world, like getting, you know, a couple of million for like, what, a month and a half? Mm. Like nothing. Living the dream. Do you reckon, one thing I was going to say is like, do people have to choose a format? What about that? Like a test player can't play one day, a one day a player can't play a T20. Yeah. It's like every team has like three teams, like every country has three teams that do not overlap. Mm. Do you reckon that would be better or worse? Be good. Be good? Okay. Because you're not, you're not having particularly strong better. opinions about these. It'd be better. <laughs> about these reforms. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Get on it. But I'm just thinking about those thick bodies. <laughs> <laughs> you're distracted by the thick cricketer? Bring the thick boys back. The thick cricketer of days yours? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like, you know, I, th- I think the old days were like they used to, you know, have... I swear those old stories about Doug Walters. Like he used to have beers at mm. the lunch break and then come out to bat having had a couple of beers because mm. like you know like male models and that they make you feel insecure like mm. i hate seeing that v-shaped thing How, why do you guys do that the v you don't like yeah. the v like isn't like the the cum gutters like yeah, down here, yeah or like the full body v like the kind of no nah, just the just the cum gutters you don't yeah. like the cum gutters they make you feel weird like i don't know if i got it somewhere under there <laughs> <laughs> you don't know i mean look i don't know either to be honest the cum gutters are a rare yeah. A rare beast. When you see them in public, you got to worship them. Yeah, exactly. But like, that's that's quite funny about the thick bodies and like, yeah, they, cricketers used to be quite relatable. I think it used to be the sport that anybody thought they could play. That. Yeah, like kind of like it was the stand-up comedy of sports. Like <laughs> any dickhead watches you on stage and they're like, I could do that. Yeah, and yeah. now yeah, until they, they see Craig McLaughlin, <laughs> and they're like, actually, maybe it's quite hard. Yeah, um, that's a that's a deep cut for an international list. As you can look that up, you can yeah. find that yourself. Craig McLaughlin Footy Show. It's a classic moment in Australian stand-up comedy. <laughs> One of the greats. When everyone found out how hard it is, <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah, we found out it was difficult. All right, mate. We've saved Test cricket. <laughs> um, do you want to do you want to tell people Our where they can find done. you? The great the great Aaron Gox, cricket fan. I do. I do a few different things, but um, something big coming up. We. Um, made this thing, Emu Wars. I don't know if you heard about that, but it's going, it's going to be coming out soon. The film about yeah. the famous Australian yeah. Emu Wars. Well, War. there's, a, there's actually a big budget one that's coming out, being made as well. well that's not ours. We're the <laughs> low budget one. So support your support your local uh, comedy ch- sketch troupe. <laughs> Make it sound like like support your local shop supermarket. No. Yeah, the, the mum and pop. Like support mum lo- and pop shop sketch local. Group. Not, not these big multinational. Fuck Coles and Woolies. No yeah. good. Go to IGA. Yeah. So there is a big budget one, but don't support that. I think it's got like John Cleese and... There's a big budget Amy Wars film yeah. happening at the same time as you your You know what Amy this Wars is? Film. This is Ants vs. Bugs again. Bugs Life. <laughs> or you know when there was... um, There's been a few occasions, but there was like a taking over of the White House. There was a couple of those movies. and then Oh, yeah. Was that like the... Uh, something down uh, yeah white house down and i think like olympus has fallen yes yeah 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 and then there was um late 90s was like um sort of asteroid there was like mm. armageddon and sudden impact or deep impact yeah yeah i'm with you one of those impact is a john claude van damme <laughs> i mixed them up that's okay i think the i think the impact of the statement was solid mm. but um, yeah, I think they get keep it. an eye on that i think it's gonna be on youtube or something yeah, awesome. Um, but it was really fun to make, and um, did you have a leading role? Um, Can you tell us I anything about leading. the result of the war? Um, I think Amy's kicked her ass. Oh no, <laughs> jeez, you didn't. But you we didn't. got a few shots in. <laughs> That's good. I like but yeah, it. I was like, it's cool because I got to do action. So like, mm. it's not. Um, I don't. I don't believe a Aussie comedy has had a lot of action comedies. So that's true. We're we're very good at like the castle sort of crackerjack, slow talking. Yeah, not yeah, a lot of like, movement. Um, Whereas you're in there good. doing physical stuff. Yeah, you, were yeah. you your own stuntman? You got a stuntman in? Oh no, mate, it's all me. Oh yeah, yeah. gotta I love to do that. Just to prove it. Yeah, from the yeah. emus, from the real life emus <laughs> that were not harmed during this production. No, not the emus. Were there any real emus on set, or was it all CGI emus? Ah, uh, you'll have to watch. No, there wasn't. <laughs> 
no, like, I genuinely think it'll be good. So yeah, keep an eye. On it. Um, I don't have any other details about it, but I think it's going to be on YouTube. It's coming out, and they can yeah. if they follow you at Aaron Goss. Yeah, yeah, I'm on um, Facebook, Instagram. Aaron spelt the correct TikTok. way, not the Bogan way. Yeah, no, no Bogan names here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and check that out. And then obviously you're doing some Christmas shows as well. Yeah. Because this right. thing will come out soon. You're in Newcastle on Sunday for anyone in Newcastle? Yeah. Yeah. Newcastle, Lassagari pub. Yeah. It's just a sort of end of year wrap up. I'll be dressing up as Santa. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. For a Christmas show? Um, Unprecedented. Yeah. Never yeah. been done. Well, you know, when in North Pole, when in Newcastle, <laughs> <laughs> when in the Hunter. Yeah, that's right. Do as the Hunters do, dress yeah. up as Santa Claus, really confuse the animals. Mm. It's going to be boiling hot, I bet, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, it'll be a strong look. All right. Well, thank you so much, Goxie. Thanks for coming yeah. down. Thanks for having me, Dan. Yeah, I mean, we're going to we're gonna get you back in. There's there's going to be the end of summer. There's going to be more cricket yeah. to review. Let's see what, any more sports we can save. I think I think we've saved this one. I, I genuinely, I know that you were probably kidding, but I think the thick boy thing is absolutely it. Yeah. I think, I think we've cracked it. Less body shaming, more less body, body positivity. Less fucking gigantic forearms. Yeah. <laughs> less like being in shape. I don't yeah. like it. I want to see just some bloke mm. stride out. Because it cheapens uh, each run. Yeah. Each, I want to see you out of breath after each run, not like... <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Aaron Gox. Definitely check out Emu Wars wherever it ends up being uploaded. Streaming, YouTube, get around it. Uh, a bunch of very talented people in Australian comedy worked on that. And I think for anybody who is an Australian, the sheer novelty of Australia losing a war to emus, which is a real thing. I promise you it's a real thing. Uh, that's probably worth tuning into. It will be very funny. Uh, definitely check out Goxie's sketches as well, uh, especially if you are from overseas. I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking for uh, comedy that is significantly more Australian than my own, Gox is a great place to start. Uh, beyond that, I want to correct a couple of things uh, I said on the podcast because obviously a sheer lack of preparation meant that I said some incorrect statistics. I talked about the World Cup, uh, the one-day international World Cup that Australia hosted with New Zealand. I said it was in 2017, 2018. ba it was in 2015. That's when it was. And the final of that still holds one of the highest attendances ever at the MCG, which is a 100,000-person stadium. I would say easily the most famous stadium in Australian sport. And we are yet to eclipse those numbers. We're on a decline. Why? I don't know. But the thick boy theory stands out. The everyman nature of cricket is gone. And I think that's a significant loss. And the other thing I just wanted to correct quickly is talking about David Boone sinking beers on the flight uh, from Australia to London, setting the record. Uh, the record the record that he broke was held by Rod Marsh, I do believe. Um, and that was in the 40s, which is what I said uh, was the number of beers that Booney did drink on that flight. Well, I looked it up and I, I assume this will horrify uh, anybody from pretty much any country outside of Australia, the UK, and maybe Ireland, um, he drank 52 beers on that flight. 52. Those are some Andre the Giant level numbers. 52 beers on a 27-hour flight. I think it was 27 hours in those days. That's a, two beers every hour continuously on that flight and i need remind you that that was a professional athlete <laughs> not like these days with the fucking protein shakes and the weird mixtures you see at the tennis this is a bloke downing 52 beers and then going out to bat uh and play a match that lasts five days six times so he then competed in 30 days of sport <laughs> and his preparation was sinking 52 beers on a long-haul flight. As anyone who's ever drunk between 5 and 10 beers on a long-haul flight knows, that will fuck you up something fierce. But Booney, that's why he's a hero. Who says Australia doesn't have any culture? And why can't we get back to that?
It makes sense. It makes total sense to me in my mind that the everyman used to be able to play cricket. Now it's just a bunch of in-shape nerds with media training doing nothing. Doing nothing. The Australian test captain sent some sex and got taken out of the job. Warney would have done that before breakfast. It's a tragedy, but I think there is time to turn it around. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Daniel Muggleton Podcast. If you want to get in touch, get in touch. I'm nothing if not available. Message me, dan at danielmuggleton.com.au. Uh, that's the best place to reach me via email. Uh, otherwise, just get around the socials at Dan Muggleton. You probably already follow them. I promise next week's episode will come out with some kind of punctuality. Uh, but forgive me for this one. Get excited for the summer of cricket. It's not over. Let's turn this thing around. Have a good one. I'll see you next week. Next week.